Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Please welcome from Jupiter, Florida, Tiger Woods. Sharing the lead here after the opening round of the Tour Championship. Drug-fueled car crashes, 121 mistresses, shagging the next-door neighbor's daughter. No one did scandals like Tiger Woods. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. But if you think you know the full story, think again. Buckle in for the tale of a golfer gone wild. Have you seen anything like that? I'm Jack from The Upshot. Joining me as ever are Zach from The Upshot. Hi, Jack. Hello, mate. How are you doing? How are you doing? Excited for a bit of filth. Always, always. Always. And Mr. Mickey Down. Hello, guys. I'm back. Uh, Mickey, you wanted to call the episode Tiger Woods Get in the Hole. (laughs) I did. I thought that is that not what we're calling it. We we still (laughs) like. People might be listening to this now being like, that is the title. (laughs) Depends. If we pluck up the courage between now and it going out. Oh, we think of a better title, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's, I think we should go for it. It's fitting. It's yeah. fitting. Uh, the tenuous excuse for doing this podcast now is that it is the Ryder Cup this weekend. So, you know, that's golf and Tiger Woods play golf, but we're probably not going to talk that much about his achievements on the course. Uh, it's... Will we even say the word golf? Well, <laughs> golf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's out of the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will. It'll come up. Uh, before we begin, I should say this episode comes with a parental guidance warning. Even by our standards, it's it's pretty sordid stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you've got kids in the car or you're listening to this in a public place, yeah, not not one for the kids. Zach, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna start right at the start, really, because I think when you look at um, Tiger Woods' childhood, a lot begins to really make sense. So. Tiger's dad, Earl, introduced him to golf when he was about two years old. Earl is actually, he's, he's a pretty interesting character. So he was a, he was a college baseball player uh, and also a Vietnam War veteran. When did he introduce him to fucking? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to come on to that. Because <laughs> pretty early. <laughs> did, did okay, sorry. sorry, digression. <laughs> Go on, Zach. <laughs> not, not too young, hopefully. <laughs> But yeah, so Tiger's a nickname and uh, he was actually named after one of his dad's army buddies. So it was a, a, a South Vietnamese uh, colonel who his nickname was also Tiger. And Earl, Tiger's dad, actually met Tiger's mum while he was on 
on duty. So he was, he was stationed at a military base in Bangkok and he met, met Tiger's mom there, fell in love and ended up uh, leaving his then wife and two kids uh, back in America for her. Uh, and he, he did this by sending them a letter via his lawyer. <laughs> so they just, I don't think he even came back home at all. They just got a letter in the mail. I've never heard that story. They left that out of the documentary. Yeah, weirdly. Mm, the Earl just left his other family. I didn't even know he had another family. Dear family, I am leaving you. Signed, my lawyer. Signed. Yeah. Earl is leaving you. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty brutal. brutal. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty brutal. And they, you know, they've thinking daddy's away at war and then just a letter comes through the through the door from his lawyer yeah was he interested in getting his other kids into golf or was it just something that he thought about with tiger i don't think he, any of them play golf so i think tiger i think he kind of discovered golf later so tiger actually learned to play golf on navy golf courses so i think it was once he was back in the u.s he sort of you know he had this there was kind of a a course for ex-military people to play on and and he taught tiger to play there and apparently um yeah, I don't think Tiger had many friends growing up his own age. Why? So because most of, he spent all of his time on the golf course. So he basically spent all his time hanging out with his dad's military buddies playing golf. So is um, is his dad? I'm picturing a sort of pushy parent like the Williams sisters' dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, yeah. or any tennis player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pushy. I think Tiger Woods' dad could be described as a pushy parent. <laughs> yeah. So he basically dedicates his entire life to uh, turning tiger into a into a golfer so right from the age of two he's uh he's training him all the time and he, he makes tiger makes his first tv appearance at the age of two plays plays uh plays a match against bob hope the comedian uh on national tv and he's again at age five on tv and it's how can you tell a two-year-old's good at golf how, I mean, how good are we talking Mick, you've got a two-year-old. Have you I got have, her on the golf yeah. course yet? And she, and she hasn't been on the golf course yet but then again her she's got an older cousin who's about seven and he is a pretty good golfer, like mm. far superior to me. <laughs> not hard. Like he can, well, not hard, but he can, although people at school, I had a rather racist nickname, Tiger Woods. <laughs> Did you actually? Yeah. Well, just purely by pretty, virtue of being black. Yeah, but that, but I also had a similar haircut and I did, we used to wear this sort of like, um, which I still have this like Nike polo shirt all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no friends. But it was most, yeah, and I had no friends and I was, and I was really, I mean, but the, I mean, the similar, similarities ended when I, I got on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah there was there was definitely this insane pressure so there's a quote from his dad i think tiger's a little bit older now i think it's when he's going pro about 18 and his dad says tiger will do more than any other man in history to change the course of humanity it's <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of pressure a lot of pressure just like today or with guys, golf didn't he yeah, say that he would unite all races yeah. as well Earl views this as like bigger than golf it's about like him becoming an icon for mm. race relations like yeah. Muhammad Ali or something yeah. right I guess so yeah yeah but still I mean it's it's a lot of pressure to put on a guy who's is Tiger Woods, pretty good at golf is his name Earl his, his, it's his, Eldrick is Eldrick okay well, yeah. it's Eldrick. Wow. Eldrick his real name is Eldrick and his, uh, it's Eldrick Taunt which is a Thai name okay, I think got it. Yeah. got it it's a shit name isn't it Eldrick yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> Um, Tiger's a lot cooler. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, he's eighteen now. So he's eighteen. So there's, there's by this stage, there are kind of the beginnings of signs that he's not quite normal. So at the at- he strangles cats. <laughs> yeah, that, that, no, that's not true, everyone. By the way, that is not true. 
It's warning signs. <laughs> um, no, so the age of 18, um, he he's away at college and he lies to his parents and comes home from college a day early so he can go and visit his girlfriend, spend the night with her. But his parents find out about this and they threaten to kick him out of the house. They're absolutely livid that he's uh, he's gone behind their back. And he then ends up sending uh, a letter to his girlfriend. They've been together a couple of years, I think. They've quite a happy relationship up to this point. Uh, and he sends her this letter. Dina, the reason for writing this letter is to inform you my parents and myself never want to talk or hear from you again. <laughs> Reflecting back over this relationship, I feel used and manipulated by you and your family. I hope the rest of your life runs well for you. I know this is sudden and a surprise, but it is, in my opinion, much warranted. Sincerely, Tiger. Sincerely, Earl crossed out <laughs> Tiger, who is standing behind me with a gun. <laughs> so it's a bit like Earl's letter to his yeah, own family. Yeah. Drafted by a lawyer. Yeah. I love the tone of it. It's like, I, let's let's be friends, but if you ever come within 250 metres of me again, <laughs> I will take legal action. <laughs> so it's really like psychopathic. Yeah. Do, but do we think he, he obviously didn't, it wasn't his idea, that letter, right? That's like... No, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it was. I mean, look, allegedly, I mean, this is all speculation and conjecture, but I'm sure that was his father's idea. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, it was probably for the best. I mean, what would he have done? I mean, look, he became the greatest golfer of all time. She was distracting him from his short game practice. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, this, this whole podcast is probably going to be about ambition and the trade-off of between a happy life and... I guess, becoming Tiger Woods. Yeah, although the great <laughs> irony... Not that he's not happy. The great irony is that in the end, as we'll see, the ruthless ambition undoes his own success on the course as well. And his dick. Yeah. <laughs> and his dick. I'm arguing they're connected. Yeah, we'll get on to that. I think they are connected. We'll get on to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's, there's another good story from this, around this time. It was in 1996. She's a little bit older, so Tiger's 21 now. And he's kind of an emerging star. And... He's in a ends up in a nightclub in New York with Michael Jordan and Derek Jeter, the the baseball player. And Tiger sees these two sort of dashing sportsmen surrounded by women and uh getting all this attention. And he's sort of like, Oh God, how do they how do they do it? And eventually he plucks up the courage to to go up to them and asks them and, and says, Excuse me, Mr. Jordan, how do you talk to girls? <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine this really dorky, yeah. dorky golfo <laughs> sidling up to him. And, uh, Excuse and, me, Mr. Jordan, how do you talk to girls? <laughs> Mr. Jordan, yeah. sir. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and Michael Jordan just replies, tell him a Tiger Woods. <laughs> I think she was like a massive roar and then like blow yeah. cigar smoke in his face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Jeter famously used to give um, like goodie bags or like party bags to everyone he'd slept with. Really? What's really? It? He date, like he had sex with someone and then he gave them like a party bag. Like, well, thank you for the what, What's in the bag? Yeah, the sort of thing you get at the Oscars, I guess. Yeah. Like, Here's a like pregnancy perfume. test. Yeah, a pregnancy <laughs> Chlamydia test. Chlamydia Plan B. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or was it like a kid's, a kid's party bag? Yeah, like a little cake. Like, Slice right, a cake. Slice a cake. Yeah. 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 Slice so a cake, a party popper. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> that actually, those guys become a really bad influence on him from then. Obviously, they tell him how to get girls and he never really looks back, right? But he also, just goes around forever saying, yeah, I'm talking, 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 I
<laughs> but those, I think those three, and also Charles Barkley, another yeah, basketball player, they they really set up shop in the like Vegas scene where you're you have each of them has their own tables. They're not even sitting together, and they're playing thirty thousand dollar blackjack hands, just them playing with the dealer, and then the rest of the table is just like groupies and what's known apparently in Vegas as star bangers. Yeah. Which are, you know, uh, women looking yeah. to sleep with celebrities, for those who didn't. Yeah, know. No, I worked at that. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> so that's a coded reference. <laughs> so they're just literally playing at tables on their own. Apparently, yeah, is and that, it sounds really is depressing. That even fun? Well, I if you've just, got a gambling addiction, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Everything. And, and I've been, you know, Michael Jordan has a somewhat gambling addiction. Mm, and Tiger well Woods, I think. Yeah. They, they're known as, like, two of the biggest gamblers in, yeah. in Vegas. And mm. this whole, like, cottage industry springs up around them in Vegas, where there are, you know cool girls, escort agencies, cocktail waitresses, casino managers who are all kind of in on this thing of let's milk these guys for as much money as possible. And that means providing them with a lot of girls who are willing to sleep Mm. with them. So Tiger is, I think, basically on the rampage from the moment he turns pro. And the reports around then are a little bit hazy, but he's he's definitely shagging around. But he kept it under wraps because he kept this Wait, sort of single lily white image. Yeah, mm. I guess this is for Nike. Yeah, and it's about to, he, so he does this big Nike contract when he turns pro. It's worth forty million. A lot of people say that again was one of the seeds of his own demise because he just has so much money, mm. and also he has this public image he needs to keep up. So even early on, he has this thing of I need to look publicly like this clean living customer, like you say, family man. And on the other hand, he wants to live this I'm addicted wildlife. to prostitutes and gambling. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and These I guess things all, are in opposition constantly. <laughs> but there's a lot of people who are just in on it and don't spill until obviously later. I guess the, will, casino, is in the casino's interested. Exactly. Hide it, right? Yeah. Don't they call them whales? Yeah, he's, he's known as a whale. He's, he's the, big, the big spenders. This is pre, pre you know, smartphone as well. Sure. True. So there's no, I mean, right. If, if Tiger Woods walked to the casino surrounded by prostitutes now, Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be a million photos of it. Yeah, although, I mean, again, let's talk about it later, but I think there are times where he should have been caught, but there's just so many people milking the whale. Yeah. Anyway, in 2001, <laughs> the vibe... <laughs> the, milking the whale. Disgusting. I've told you guys about my Spill, past. milking the whale. <laughs> my past at an escort agency. Yeah. Um, in 2001, this all changes because Tiger meets... Ellen Nordgren. So Ellen is a Swedish beauty. She's described by the tabloids as a perfect specimen of Nordic beauty. So, you know, the kind of sort of thing it would, you know, Adolf Hitler would write. (laughs) If you're into eugenics, it's sort of, sort of the end game. Yeah. Um, Apex predator. (laughs) She's a good looking girl. She's a a good looking girl. (laughs) Good looking girl. Nice. A perfect specimen of Nordic beauty. (laughs) Says Rudolf Hess. Dr. Mengele. She's fit. She's she's very fit. In in layman's terms, she's fit. She's a sometime model, also works as an au pair, and she's a model, uh, sorry, an au pair for golfer Jesper Pernovic, Mm -hmm. who's a sort of uh, lesser known golfer on the tour. And she's, she's been working with him for a while, and all the golfers who are. For the main, they're all dirty dogs. A lot of them are. They've all had a crack at trying to get with her. No one's successful. She becomes known as an ice queen because she won't get with them. I mean, in her defense, most of the golfers on the tour are like... Yeah, she's 20 and they're about 70. Yeah, they're mid- <laughs> middle-aged blokes with beer bellies and Johnny Walker ice on queen. their breath. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you get with me? She must be an ice queen. <laughs> she's also at work. Yeah. 
But it's teenage boy stuff, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah, she's frigid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, she's just got standards. Anyway, Tiger's really persistent. Initially, she's not interested. He, at one point, he's still super shy. He gets one of his friends to ask her out, which she thinks is pathetic. That um, is pretty pathetic. Yeah. I got a letter from the lawyer. Did he not try I'm Tiger Woods? Yeah, did, he, didn't I think he tried that. Like, I'm, just, mm. I'm Tiger Woods. Yeah. Did his friend just go up and say, he's Tiger Woods? Yeah, he's yeah. Tiger Woods. <laughs> Derek Jeter goes up. Anyway, Ellen eventually cracks. And in 2001, they start dating. Three years later, they're married. And this is the real era of like Tiger Woods, the family man, squeaky clean Gillette adverts. He has this great, you know, very crisp reputation is how I'd describe it. But even then, he's up to no good. So they get married in October 2004. On his stag do. The thing about him, sorry to jump in, the re- his reputation was crisp and clean, but it was also fucking boring. It was robotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, robotic. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, they, there was early memes of him, like, with smiling with the Nike swoosh in his mouth. Like, mm-hmm. basically, he was an amazing golfer, programmed to be good at golf, yeah. and to sell Nike. Mm-hmm. And it was boring, like, you'd root against him in tournaments. This is his most successful era. He's winning everything, but I didn't really want him to win because it was so mechanical. Mm-hmm. That's another question. Did people like him more after he was revealed to be somewhat human? But he was a bit too human. Uh, yeah, I, I, Not his wife. I, yeah, his wife. <laughs> I kind of did, but, you know, the latter end when he's sort of in recovery, yeah, it was all a bit shocking at first. I mean, the, uh, here's a nice human bit if you if you want a break from the robotic victories. On his stag do in 2004, he shags porn star Holly Sampson. <laughs> this, is the, nice this is a nice human bit. <laughs> Yeah, he's just a guy like me or you, yeah. an ordinary Joe. I thought it was going to be something about his kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want nice Here's stuff. a nice empathetic bit yeah. about Tiger Woods. Well, he you... shagged the porn star in his stag <laughs> Well, you can listen to Radio What a lovely too. bloke. <laughs> All right, yeah, you want the I'm monster. I'm sorry I came back. Look, guys, yeah. it's the robot or the monster. <laughs> you can pick. No, is there no middle ground? What do you do at the weekend? Uh, he off? gives a lot of money to charity. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice bit for you, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, look, I cut out all the nice human stuff. Yeah. yeah. Holly Sampson, he shags her on his stag do. You guys will probably know her as the star of Big Tits Boss <laughs> and the 69 Club. As card carrying oh, members uh, of the club. Yeah, yeah Holly Sampson. Yeah. She's going to pop up again later in this story, so we won't dwell on her. But she shags him on his stag do. And I think from that point onwards, the marriage is, I don't know if sham's the right word, but he's cheating left, mm-hmm. right and centre. By 2007, yeah. it's its real problematic stuff. Does Ellen Ellen find out about this? No, she's, she's none the wiser at this point. Um, although he is really taking the piss in terms of the risks he's taking. So among- she's not, she's not, she's not suspicious when he's like, I'm going to Vegas again. Well, I I'm think going to Vegas always, every single weekend. he's always on tour. Yeah, true. I don't get where she is because, okay, this is a really weird one. One of his mistresses at, around 2007 is Mindy Lawton, who is a waitress at the diner where him and Ellen eat most days in Florida. It's that real American thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's opposite his office. I don't know what he does in his office, but it's opposite <laughs> his office. Do we want to know? <laughs> he has an office in Florida and Perkins Diner is opposite and he takes a shining to- There is mi- a bed in the office. <laughs> That's actually all there is. <laughs> Small single camp bed. And some non-disclosure agreements. <laughs> and my lawyer. <laughs> anyway, according to Mindy's sister, who she later says, Ellen would read the paper while Tiger ogled my sister. So he's in there for- nefarious reasons and one day mindy is in the diner when she gets a phone call and uh, a man on the end of the line says hey it's ty and she's like who the fuck's ty it's tiger woods and tiger says ty ty yeah I shortening know. his name yeah. at least go for eldrick yeah, mate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly that's sort of that's a sort of like you know nice thing you can do to people that you're close to you can be like, everyone calls me tiger mate. Like, yeah you can call me eldrick <laughs> eldrick, <laughs> eldrick tant <laughs> anyway he invites her 
out that night and takes her to some god-awful island-themed bar, which is inside a shopping mall in this area mm. in Florida. So it sounds pretty grim. And so, it, so Florida. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Soulless. Anyway, they hit it off naturally and they go back to his house. Ellen's away and they shag in his garage. And Mindy later says, it's the biggest penis I've ever seen. Wow. And they, they begin this affair that goes on for several months. She later says he's pretty stingy. The only <laughs> gift he ever gets her is a chicken wrap from Subway. <laughs> is that a gift? Well, yeah, <laughs> she's counting it. He was on his way to to meet her and just happened to mention that he was popping in at Subway. And she was sort of like, ooh, ooh, Subway. I'm a bit peckish. Do you mind picking me up? Something? Like, oh, all right, fine. If you, <laughs> if you insist. Is that is that because he doesn't want the paper trail or the electronic paper trail? Or is that just because he's just stingy? Oh, I think he's just stingy. It's another Michael Jordan similarity, which is supposedly super, super stingy. I, I can't explain it. Well, there's, I think if you think, if you grow up poor, you just, you know, you hoard your money, I guess. Yeah. That and maybe he's also worried about the paper trail, although surely you can get away with two, two subways. Yeah. If, you, if you're worried about being poor, stop nobbing the waitress at the local <laughs> diner while your wife's reading the paper. It gets pretty out of hand, their affair, and culminates in this night where it's about 4am and Tiger calls her and says, I want to meet up now. And she's like, Jesus Christ, it's 4am. But yes, of course I'm coming. So he says, meet me at my office. And they get there and his key card doesn't work to get them into the office. It's double locked or something. Mm -hmm. So Tiger's like, screw it, jump in my car. They get in his Escalade and they're driving around this, this small town in Florida looking for somewhere. And eventually they find a parking lot, a church parking lot. Oh, they pull up and Tiger's like, right. What about hotel? Yeah, exactly. Well, witnesses. Yeah, sure. I think he's getting off only, on... Only, the, the, the only witness is God. <laughs> <laughs> or so, or so you think. Yeah. He, so they, they, he wants to get down to it and she's like, listen, I'm on my period. And Tiger's like, I don't care, I don't care. So they have sex in the back of this he's escalate. He's, he's <laughs> he is ravenous. He hasn't had his chicken wrap. And uh, he, they, they get down to business, they sleep, they shag in the back of the car and about 5.30am... Good save, sleep to, to shag. <laughs> this is the upshot. Yeah. Uh, so they have sex in the back of his car... And at the end of it, he's like, okay, we need to go. It's 5.30 a.m. He throws her used tampon out of the window in the shop, in the parking lot, which is, you know, disrespectful to the church, among other things. Mm. But it's also a fatal error because little does Tiger and Mindy know, but they're being followed by a reporter from the National Enquirer who's got the tip that they're having the secret affair. And the reporter pulls out a plastic evidence bag, picks up the used tampon and contacts mm. Mindy a few weeks later and says... I know, I've got evidence, we're doing the story, do you want to talk? Imagine, wow. imagine how, like, you know, happy, buoyed up the reporter must have been when that, yeah. that tampon flew out that window. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, that, whatever, the, is, um, blacked this, out window, yeah. down. Is that the, high, is that the highlight of your journalism out. career though? <laughs> yeah, it's like, Peeling this it. is the fucking mother load. <laughs> Yeah. This is what I went to journalism school for, yeah. to, to peel used tam- tampons off I bet the floor he kissed of it before you put it in the evidence locker. <laughs> so did they... Did they framed it on the wall in this room. Did they uh, DNA test this tampon? I don't think they had to, because they basically they, they contact Mindy and and they say, like, we know you're sleeping with Tiger and... and um, we she have your tells, DNA. Well, she tells Tiger and he's like, nah, they don't know anything. And then they just go, we've got the tampon. And they're like, oh, oh shit. Tiger actually is remarkably calm. He gets his agent on the case. And, you know, this is, I guess, the kind of thing an agent has to do. The agent cuts a grubby deal with the National Enquirer. He says to them, drop the story and we'll give you an exclusive interview in your sister magazine, Men's Fitness, with Tiger Woods, which they do. And they squash the story. I've never understood about this bit, how that's worth it. 
Well, I guess, the what, worth it to the journalist that found the tampon? Well, not to the journalist who obviously gets overruled, but to the magazine owner who owns Men's Fitness and National Enquirer. So we're going to put Tiger Woods mm. on the front cover. We're going to have an exclusive interview. He doesn't give that many interviews, probably. Does that sell more magazines? I'm sure it does. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that sells more magazines than Tiger Woods tampon. Potentially better to build a long, long-term relationship yeah. with him. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to be getting many interviews if you do that story. Yeah, and that's exactly, that's that, that's their relationship with him over. Right. Maybe this is why I've never run a profitable yeah, media exactly. company. You go, straight, <laughs> you, you go straight to the used tampon angle. <laughs> Rather than the live and checking yeah. who's it is. I also think people just don't believe shit they read in the National Enquirer. That's true. It's like, it's like what's the other one? The Globe. There's like, there's magazines that you can yeah. buy on the They do the like UFO sightings. Yeah, and it's and like, yeah. Next, like, exactly. Like, you know, I saw a UFO and it fucked my wife. And like, and my my pet pig <laughs> next to you know Tiger Woods used tampons to go. Yeah, but they have the old massive like they they did one of the Trump scoops came from the National Enquirer too. They do get big scoops, but it's a bit maybe yeah. all these all these UFO sightings are big. Yeah, they're all they big are scoops, yeah. Maybe they got like, a point. Why, why are we doubting it? Anyway, he gets away with it. This is August two thousand and seven. He breaks things off with Mindy because it's you know a bit too close for comfort. She's obviously a bit cheesed off, but that's the end of their relationship. And Tiger just goes back to shagging left, right and centre. Do you think had he been caught then, it might have actually been good for him because the next two years he ramps it up, the womanising. I, yeah, I mean, so if he had been caught then, you think he would have slowed down. But he gets caught multiple times afterwards and doesn't slow down. And he, he was keeps already, going back to the he well. He was already shagging loads at this point as well. There's, During the Mindy. Yeah, yeah no, she thinks she's she thinks he's in a loveless marriage and they might be together. But wasn't he calling her up and being like, hello, Mindy, I, I really fancy you. Please be with me. And like, wasn't he doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he was also doing that to like girls in every city yeah. and he'd fly them around. To prostitutes he met that night. Yeah, yeah literally. There's, there's <laughs> prostitutes he tells he loves them and stuff. It's, it's mad. It's sad, isn't it, at the end of the day? It is. And we should it all goes back to his father. And his dad dies in 2006, a year yeah, before this. And he does that advert, that really quite amazing advert, yeah. that Nike advert, where it's just Earl Woods talking over some black and white image of Tiger saying, like, was it worth it? Tiger, I am more prone to be inquisitive, to promote discussion. I want to find out what your thinking was. I want to find out what your feelings are. And did you learn anything? Yeah. Like, have you seen remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was incredible. Now. I mean, it was awesome, but it was it was ridiculously uh, exploited. <laughs> yeah, and maybe a bit of a sham. Yeah. Given that, you know, his dad also was a bit of a shagger, right? Yeah. We didn't really talk mm-hmm. about that, but supposedly Tiger used to catch him doing it. And yeah, so I guess, you know, there's a sex addiction thing here going on where it's a response there's to There's a mental health grief. angle, which we're yeah. going to ignore and brush past. <laughs> <laughs> but we've acknowledged it and <laughs> moving on. What yeah. happens next? Anyway, so back to the shaggy. <laughs> um, yeah, so like you say, he's kind of, yeah, moving, moving swiftly on. <laughs> there are plenty of podcasts for that, if you want. <laughs> if you want that, you're in the wrong place. Uh, and we go back to shagging now. <laughs> Um, our home turf. <laughs> <laughs> the sanctuary of the shagging. Yeah. God, I'm sweating after that. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. 
Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So, yeah, so May 2009, and there's another cliche for a tiger in terms of getting caught out. So... Holly Sampson, the uh, the porn star that he shagged on his stag do, um, goes on a an adult website called Naughty America. Um, Don't pretend you haven't heard of it. <laughs> Naughty America. Um, let true, me just yes, yeah. um, put his glasses on. Naughty America. <laughs> let me just check I've got this one right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never heard of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, so he goes on Naughty America. Uh, esteemed site <laughs> and talks about does an interview where she tells the story of uh, of Tiger's stag do but for some reason they, nobody... they, does Naughty America have some sort of like chat show as well yes yeah, we were discussing this earlier and we were like is, will they do interviews yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... the Holly Sampson story or is it like a sort of they, got, they get they get a Tiger Woods impersonator and they have a have you ever slept with a golfer before she got asked whether she'd shagged anyone famous and she i think she initially was like oh i can't i can't talk about that so oh but there was tiger woods yeah. <laughs> she goes into quite a lot of detail as well doesn't she yeah i yeah. do you know that do you know the details? she says he was really good yeah this is this is a theme yeah really, it is, like it a is a theme of, uh, because it's it's well he's got a well-documented big dick doesn't he yeah big dick mm. incredible body very strong and apparently very passionate and they they all say he's great in bed <laughs> he's an athlete isn't he yeah, but that's, you know... No, I'm saying about, about his body, not his, oh, not right, his yeah. dick. I mean, or, we talk about a lot of athletes yeah. who don't get the same kind of rave reviews. Nicholas Bentner. <laughs> For one. Shane Warne as well. Yeah. Poor old Shane. All right, so Holly Sampson's <laughs> doing some bonus material. Yeah, yeah so she's, she, she sort of spills the beans on this, but it doesn't really go anywhere, the story. But then six months later, another big story breaks. So this is actually a couple of days before Thanksgiving in 2009. And... You know, Tiger's mom is just arriving at his his house. You know, they've got the tree up. It's a, you know, just looking forward to this family Christmas. Earl and is dead at this point. Yeah. Earl yeah. is dead. Yeah, yeah. sadly. R.I.P. And tabloids break a new story that claims that Tiger has been having an affair with uh, Rachel Ushitel, who is a, a nightclub host. Tiger just like flat out denies this to his mom, to his wife. She, he actually even gets Rachel to, to phone up his wife, Ellen, and convince her that it's that it's not true wow so i think you know they they sort of muddle through thanksgiving it's, you know Pass. probably probably not probably not 
not the best Thanksgiving, but they get yeah. through it. And on Thanksgiving night, Tiger's on his way to bed and he pops a couple of sleeping pills and fires out a few steamy messages to his mistresses. And then sleeping pills kick in. And he, he's, he's, he's in the same message, like a sort of template and a sense of the different <laughs> Probably, people. Yeah. 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 Probably set up a timer. Forwarded many <laughs> Love, times. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> of Eldrick. <laughs> but yeah, so he passes out from these, these sleeping pills and Ellen, his wife, while he's fast asleep, checks his phone and finds all of these messages to, to his lovers, including to Rachel. Uh, and there's one that says, you are the only one I've ever loved. Fuck. which is pretty, pretty incriminating. Yeah. yeah. Not what you want to read on Thanksgiving night as yeah, you, as you fall from... asleep beside your husband. Um, <laughs> so he's been, so... he's been pretty careless here, right? Yeah. 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 This I'm is on. the behavior he's of someone that wants to get caught. Yeah. Right? Or it's just mm. like, he's got a sleeping pill addiction here. So he's a bit out of it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's also you interesting. Know, it's not speculate. Interesting. Cause some of the messages to the mistresses, as we'll see later, are like quite hardcore sexual stuff, but that's, it's quite Maybe. sweet. Is that the right yeah. word? Yeah, I mean, reading not- about him and watching that documentary, that's the thing that really, I mean, that, that, that's what leads me to believe it's all daddy issue stuff and intimacy issue stuff. Mm. Cause all these, all these, you know, you expect this sort of, I am hard, take this big dick. <laughs> Send text like that I all the time. Tiger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you don't expect that like you to a porn star or whoever, I, you're, you know, the only one I've ever loved. Well, she's a nightclub mm. hostess. Sorry. Have sorry, a bit of respect sorry, for sorry, Rachel. Sorry, <laughs> also, so, it seems like some of the relationships are more loving and some are more hardcore. Sexual. Anyway, mm. what happens next? So I, then, so I mean, it gets, it gets even more incriminating because, uh, Ellen phones Rachel from Tiger's phone and obviously Tiger's no- number comes up and Rachel answers and says, Hey babe. Oh dear. Uh, which, yeah. And that is, that's the final straw for Ellen. So she <laughs> understandably flies into a complete rage, wakes Tiger up and chases him barefoot out of the house with brandishing a, one of his golf clubs. That was a very famous moment. Yeah. That was a moment yeah. where it all came out. Yeah, that's, right? this, this, is, this, is yeah. The, this is the moment. This is the moment. I mean, the then, fact that she had a golf club as well. It's yeah. so perfect. Yeah. It's so perfect. It's Hollywood. Um, so he then jumps into his uh, his Cadillac and speeds off. And she's, she's like chasing him. I think she might have smashed through the back window with the golf club. But he only makes it a little bit down the road before he crashes into a fire hydrant and then a tree. Yeah, presumably, um, presumably he's on sleeping pills at this point yeah, as well. So he's completely yeah, out, yeah, out of it. Yeah. Yeah. He's so desperate he has to get away. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently neighbours hear this big crash, come out and discover Tiger uh, lying like bloody in the road, snoring, his car's destroyed and Ellen standing over him with a golf club. Um, so... She claims that she she just like helped him out of the car and I don't know. Does, so that, doesn't she say that she used the golf club to smash the window to get him out of the car, which because it was locked yeah. from the inside? Oh, okay, right, yeah. Or someone on the other half claims. What about that. a key? <laughs> Gotta go back in the yeah. house, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hit him um, with a key yeah. as well. <laughs> it's a, obviously this this is like the moment. Uh, it's such a sort of dramatic scene. You can imagine what the neighbours thought. Understandably, the the papers go absolutely mental so the new york post actually had this as their front page story for 20 consecutive days which is one more than 9-11 <laughs> hall of fame yeah what so it's in the, the tiger story started the tiger, with this yeah, crash. yeah i guess all the all the sort of revelations and did the um, national Enquirer break out their old story or were they were they bound by some contract they had made with Tiger? I think they're quite... They, they I think, still deny squashing the original story, but Mindy has told it from her side. I got it. So I, mm. I don't know, to be honest. Yeah, so it's this this huge 
tabloid uh, right. furore. So so it starts basically with the iconic picture of, of his car smashed up and him mm. passed out of the wheel, his wife wielding a golf club. What? And then everyone's like, what the hell happened? And there's obviously been the Rachel Chattel story. There's been a few other rumblings. This is the point where the Holly Sampson Naughty America interview gets dug out. <laughs> so there's there's like a couple of mistresses claiming. But Tiger, I think, still thinks he can control the story. So after he's sort of recovered from his car accident, he puts out a very, very terse statement. Just just a, a short one, just saying, thanks for your concern. This is a private matter, my accident. And he actually attacks the press for spreading malicious rumours about his personal life. So essentially, he's just denying it and claiming, like, I had a weird interaction between two sleeping pills or whatever, and, and you know, I haven't done anything wrong. That statement doesn't really last very long because all the while more mistresses are coming forward. Because at this point you're like, first of all, there's probably a payday in this for me if I'm getting on this early, speaking cynically. But also you're like, fuck it. A lot of these women feel a bit mistreated by Tiger and the secret's out. So every day there's just more women coming forward saying, yeah, I slept with Tiger too. And, you know, there's there's a bit of a pattern of, of them being kind of escorts. Has Ellen left him at this point? No, Ellen's still okay. with him. And in fact... It's amazing how long she stays with him. So a few weeks later, we're in sort of Christmas of 2009 now, Tiger puts out another statement. And this time he, he doesn't really go into any detail, but he apologizes for his transgressions. And he says he's going to seek treatment. And he says, I'm quitting golf indefinitely while I focus on, you know, healing. Let's, let's call it. It's a big deal, obviously, like the biggest girlfriend in the world's retired. But, you know, he basically goes quiet after this point. He's He checks into a sex addiction clinic. And there, one of the things they make... What him, do they do there? Oh, yeah, sorry. You're well, yeah, no, I mean, I think he also gets treatment for the sleeping pills and all that stuff. Because he's yeah. basically a drug addict as well, prescription pills. So he obviously cold turkeys on all that stuff. And has counselling, whatever you do in sex addiction treatment. I haven't personally been. Take a lot of cold showers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 One think, thing about, they, think about Margaret Thatcher yeah. naked on a cold day. <laughs> oh, I love that image. Just your bedroom is just wallpapered with pictures of yeah, yeah. the old lady. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of praying. That, that, would, that would work against it. I mean, so. <laughs> what do you think? Even, I think yeah, that would turn even Margaret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, that's what you've got. <laughs> yeah, I could get into that. It's like the sort of peep show banknote yeah. scenario. Yeah. The poll tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Iron lady, you say. Um, wh- one of the things I do know they make him do that is he has to write out a list of every woman he slept with while he's been married to Ellen, which I don't know if that's part of the healing or if it's like a trust exercise to Ellen to prove like, I'm going to be completely honest with you now because... They were obviously- just t- trying to tire out his wrist so he'd stop wanking. Sorry, <laughs> 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 two lines. <laughs> But also, can you imagine getting hold of that list? Just like all of them. I don't know how much detail he goes into with each of them. Yeah, some bloke in a Groucho mask, nose and eyes is like, I'm the doctor today. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you wearing a badge that says National Enquirer? (laughs) Mind if I just get a copy of that? I'll I'll hand it to Ellen. A hat that says press in it. (laughs) I'll take your bins out. (laughs) Anyway, so he writes this list and it's got loads of names on it. I, I don't know exactly how many, but he comes out of sex addiction treatment and Ellen is staying with him at this point. Like, we don't really know what it's like. I can imagine breakfast is a little bit frosty. It's a little mm, bit, mm. Ask, ask your mother to pass the pancake syrup. But they're still together, <laughs> officially. And 
Tiger then does another big press conference. This is the really famous one. He fills the room with sympathetic journalists and his buddies and he stands before them and over about 12 minutes he says, I had affairs, I cheated, I was unfaithful. And, I, and you know, he, he's like, I was a sick man, but I did these things and I'm sorry. And that kind of, you know, that kind of works for him. And at the same press conference, he says, and I'm coming back to golf. I'm going to play in the Masters this spring. So everyone's like, okay, great. Tiger's back. The sponsors already start coming back to him, having ditched him. And it kind of feels like maybe he's got this under control. But then a few weeks later, his party is spoiled by a porn star called Jocelyn James, who you guys will know from films such as Big Breasted Nurses <laughs> and My First Sex Teacher. <laughs> Don't really, I've never really got that title. Yeah, yeah, my first. first. Well, who are the other ones? <laughs> I've never had a sex teacher. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jocelyn James comes... If you, if, you, if you see the film, then it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Out of context, it sounds yeah. weird. Uh, anyway, Jocelyn James then releases hundreds of text messages Tiger sent her. And these are more in the kind of hardcore sexual category. There's no professions of him loving her. And honestly, they yeah. are. I'm not. I'm not. Can you read them? No, I can't. I'll read them if you want. No, no, I haven't even included them on okay, the call fine, sheet. Really. I'll read one, which is, "Have you ever had a golden shower done to you?" It's stuff like that. <laughs> was it's that like from her to him, or him, him to her? To her. Okay. She says he fantasizes about sleeping with other men as well, um, and she also says that he got her pregnant, sleeping with other men, or like himself sleeping. with Yeah, them, or he fantasizes like... about involving other men in their oh, okay. sex. So I don't okay, know exactly so what that's... that means. But you know, I, I guess these he's he sort of wants to try everything. Mm. Anyway. Ellen still stays with him, despite Jocelyn coming forward. I guess she was on the list that he wrote in treatment. And he goes away to the Masters. It's his favourite tournament. He starts the weekend really, really well. He's like in the in the top five. And on the Saturday night of the tournament, he heads out into Augusta with his buddies for a meal. And he's kind of in good spirits. And then he gets a phone call from Ellen. And... On the phone call, she tells him that she's just found out that Tiger had also been sleeping with the 21-year-old daughter of their next-door neighbour, who Tiger had known since she was 14, Oof. and who he hadn't included on his list. And she says, that's it. I want a divorce. Four months later, she finally calls time on it. He carries on playing the Masters and finishes fourth, so his golf's not affected. But it's the end of his marriage. And I guess, do you reckon part of him's kind of relieved at that point that, like... Well, A, he can get back to shagging whoever he wants. It, but the, is is the sort of sneaking about part of the allure for him or is Maybe. it a, a hindrance? Maybe. I'm not a psychiatrist, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my experience. Uh, maybe. That suggests that Ellen saw the list then. I think she, he had she to show her, her sort of like, oh, okay, right. And then she sort of scanned down and yeah, then, yeah. hold on. The 21-year-old neighbour isn't on the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm going alphabetically. I can't. <laughs> Let me just but my mum is. <laughs> In total, 121 women admit to sleeping with him. So I assume there are hundreds more who never even confess. During his marriage or just in general? I think, yeah, during this sort of era of 2000 onwards. It'll be during his marriage, I imagine, yeah. Mm. Wow. A lot of women. I don't know how many more there would have actually been. That's crazy he kept the secret for so long. Yeah. It's kind of impressive. And as we said, it's impressive given how many people were basically involved in providing women to him or like keeping it a secret yeah mm. no one broke cover i guess because there's so much money in it for everyone mm. what did uh what did nike say then did he get i get deal i, I can't remember they they drop him for a bit but they're pretty soon they come crawling back oh, okay because as probably we're about to go on to the recovery is a pretty good story for them too right yeah so i think once his marriage is over he can kind of move on and draw a line under it and he's still having treatment and this, this era also coincides, he gets a really bad back injury. So his golf 
goes on the slide, right? And he he he's not winning tournaments anymore. Yeah. So so over the next few years, Tiger kind of keeps himself out of trouble a little bit. He's on this this path to recovery. Uh, he's got his he's doing his sex addiction treatment and and yeah also the, also this back injury which um, forces him to drop out of a few tournaments and um, yeah I mean so his his golf's really suffering but at the same time his private life does calm down a little bit um, so in 2012 he starts dating uh, Lindsay Vaughn who's a skier. Olympic yeah she's an Olympic skier. Um, and I think there's actually quite a lot of similarity between her and Tiger. So she was also a, a child prodigy um, and then became at the time the most, uh, the most decorated female skier of all time. So they're both these sort of sporting icons uh, and they seem to be quite happy together. So they're together for uh, three years. Um, but then in, in 2015, that comes crashing down. So <laughs> this is a quote from a, a close friend of uh, Tiger's who uh, describes a relapse in the sex department. Ah, <laughs> nice, oh nice way of putting it. Um, so he's basically, he's been caught cheating again. Uh, so apparently he, uh, he got knocked out of some tournament and to sort of de- decompress, he treated himself to, to a prostitute. And- <laughs> <laughs> Felt like a treat. A treat. Yeah, you know, Not something, nice something, to take, something to take the edge off. Um, <laughs> yeah, so then um, sadly him and... Lindsay break up. And Why is he even bothering to get a, be in a relationship? What you think he'd be happier if he's just shagging well, I around? I think he obviously he he obviously is somewhat of a mummy and daddy's boy. I know I keep going back to mm. this theme, but so he needs the comfort of some sort of companion and someone to look after him which is probably why he's going after these relationships. But he just wants to cheat. He just wants to yeah. have sex with everyone. He could have an open relationship yeah. agreement. That would probably be mm. best for everyone. Mm. Yeah. Apart from his sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe you could get sponsored by Naughty America. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a little just bit like of, us. What was that site? A bit of a Ash- downgrade from Nike. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Madison was that the cheating? <laughs> Ashley <site>? Madison. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's the next scandal? So next next scandal, uh, 2017. Um, Tiger's caught driving while under the influence, so he falls asleep at the wheel. Uh, and police um, discover him at the side of the road, asleep in his car. They do tests on him, and he. Turns out to be under the influence of five different drugs. So two different types of sleeping pills, two opioid painkillers and weed. <laughs> Good old fashioned weed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this um, is like another big moment of scandal, right? It's yeah, another moment he, of him he, being he does. He does kind of get away. Well, he, he avoids jail. He apologizes and says that he's been self-medicating to deal with uh, with his back pain and insomnia. So yeah, I guess he, he kind of does get away with it. And then two years later... Um, sort of the the high point of his redemption journey at the Masters at Augusta. He wins, so he wins his it was his fifteenth major and his his first one since the fateful car crash incident back in two thousand nine. And yeah, I mean this was this was just really sort of a, an amazing moment. I don't think anybody yeah. really expected this to happen. Having yeah, you know, seen the the last ten years of his life, was that just mental endurance, or was everyone else really shit that year? I, yeah, I, I think he got his back into a good place as well. And yeah. I mean, if anyone's got mental endurance, it's Tiger Woods. Yeah, on the course, on the course. <laughs> yeah, hasn't uh, gotten that much willpower off the course. <laughs> does struggle to resist <laughs> sort the of a theme in this podcast. <laughs> 
But it's amazing. And like I, as we said before, no one, re- you couldn't root for him in the early days because it was quite mechanical and robotic. But this time everyone's with him. Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. The return to glory. But it's an amazing tale of redemption, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing's like out of a film. And it's not over yet. <laughs> and it's not over yet. <laughs> because that amazing moment, everyone thinks, okay, he's in his early 40s. Tiger's going to win a few more tournaments here. Like, this is the start of a new wave of, of um, dominance. But very sadly, a couple of years later, he has another car crash. So Tiger's driving to a TV pundit. Why has he not been banned from driving? Agreed. <laughs> Get a minder, you're worth millions. Yeah. Get a driver. Get, a driver. Get an Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably try and shag them. Yeah. <laughs> it's best if he's on his own. You know how he gets in the Escalade. <laughs> <laughs> And he's driving to a TV punditry gig in California and he's doing 84 miles an hour in a 45 zone. So he's driving dangerously and his car hits a curb and then a tree and flips over, rolls several times. He's lucky to be alive, but he destroys his leg in this crash. And tests later show that he has no drugs or alcohol in his system. But a lot of experts say the lack of um, tire marks on the road suggests that he wasn't braking, which would imply he was asleep at the wheel. Who knows? But he destroys his leg. He's he's lucky to survive. And that has basically spelt the end of his golf career. I mean, amazingly, 18 months later, he plays the Masters. And he actually does okay, but not in, he's not in any way challenging for the title. And he's only played a few tournaments since then. So it is a really sad, probable end to his golf career. And it ends with a bit of a whimper then. Yeah. So he should have really retired after 2019. Yeah, or 2008. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, the personal scandals are still coming, even though his golf career has largely ground to a halt. So since 2017, he's dating a girl called Erica Herman. She's by his side through his arrest, through the crash in 2021. She's there at the big Masters comeback victory. So, you know, they have a pretty amazing relationship. Or so we thought. Earlier this year, Erica filed a lawsuit against Tiger Woods, in which she alleges uh, that he... (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what she says happened. Erica says she was at Tiger's mansion that she lived at with him in Florida, $48 million mansion. And for a while, his minions who sort of live there, they're there every day, have been trying to persuade Erica that you need a holiday. You're you're working too hard. You need to take a break. So eventually she says, all right, fine. I'll go to the Caribbean for a few days. So they drive her to the airport in Florida. And when she gets there, uh, she sort of arrives. She's about to check in and they take her to one side and say, listen, there is no holiday. You've been dumped. And wow. we've changed the locks. You're no longer welcome at Tiger's house. The it's end. How cowardly is that? That's yeah. another Earl Woods. Vibe. And you think yeah. after everything, it's basically how he dumps, how Earl dumps his original family and how Tiger dumps his girlfriend when he's 18. Mm. After everything, he's still doing shit like that. Yeah, that just so comes, yeah, that's just cowardice, isn't it though? Yeah, and, brutal. And entitlement. Yeah. So just so they never see each other again, is that it? Well, I think the case is ongoing. There's talk of her dropping it. So I'm sure he has his own side of the story. Can you get him on? <laughs> yeah, Tiger, if you're listening, if you made it this far. It's an open mic for you, Tiger. <laughs> I know your schedule's freed up a bit. <laughs> That's cruel. Uh, anyway, she also says that they confiscate 40 grand of cash from her and they put her in a hotel for a few days and that's it. 
Anyway, what should she, do with forty grand in cash? <laughs> good question. Put her in a hotel. No, 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 no like, look, uh, we'll put you in a hotel for a bit, but then you're on your own. They cut her loose, basically. Wow. So she's pretty cheesed off. Was that to get her in the car <laughs> <laughs> to the airport? There's forty thousand dollars. There's also a hotel room at the end of this. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of their relationship, and I assume as of now he's single. That's the sort of latest scandal, but I think it'll keep going. So, so how old is he at the moment? He's forty-five, I think. That's I, they, I, young that's for golf. Young. Yeah, for golf, that's, and that's just young in general. Yeah, I mean, he must be younger than Beckham. Oh yeah, surely. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's basically where we're at with Tiger now. And I think, like, clearly, he's one of the greatest sportsmen to ever live. One of the greatest shaggers to ever live is great. Mm. The right word. Most inveterate in shaggers. Is rare. It's very hard to say great, but great as in. I mean, great means, it doesn't necessarily mean good. Yeah, I mean, Genghis yeah. Khan is considered yeah, great, great for the number of... Alexander the Great. Yeah, yeah. For the number Murderer. of, sort of <laughs> enemies he decapitated. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think we'll, we'll... Let's just pass verdict quickly. Obviously, we all feel sorry for the guy. Like, he had a weird upbringing, weird dad. And, yeah, he's got that Michael Jackson thing of never being able to live mm. proper childhood. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean... That's it's not a nonce. That's, that's not what I meant. No, no. <laughs> and neither was Michael Jackson. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, I say you, you just got to feel sorry for all, for his wives, basically when his, his wives and girlfriends, I think that's like, that's the main thing mm. I would take away from this. Like he's had a, he, he, he did have a very strange upbringing, a very strange life. Uh, but ultimately I think, it doesn't necessarily excuse all this. Uh, I feel like we say that every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at the end of the day, he had a shit upbringing, but it doesn't really excuse his awful behaviour towards yeah. women. Now watch this drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably all we got to say about him. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think he's just cocooned in this sort of childlike thing, and it's very hard for him to get out of it. And as the theme is on all these podcasts, he had a shit upbringing, but. He also has, you know, I always feel like, can't you direct some of that incredible will and force that you have on whatever sport you do into your personal life? Yeah. Mm. And have a little bit more willpower. Mm. I just don't know. I mean, do you think it's either all this? Is, I was making this point earlier, which is in a way becoming so dedicated towards golf obviously made him the player he was. But I think it, it, it also led to the implosion, which then cost him on the golf course. Of course. Do you, do you think he likes golf? Yeah. I actually don't think he's like this. Um, Johnny Wilkinson figure where they kind of hate it but are addicted to it. I I think he gets genuine pleasure. Does he play it in his personal? Yeah, and he, he like he's now playing. You know, his son is a prodigy golfer. Oh God, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the wheel turns again. Yeah. All right, I think that's probably all we got time for. If you're still listening, please give us five star review, hit follow, and we would love to hear from you your memories of Tiger's shagging or any other suggestions. Especially if you were involved in it. <laughs> if you've had an accident decent, in Tiger's Shagging, there's a decent chance that one of our listeners has shagged him. <laughs> yeah. There's also other golf stories, so please, please do no, spin them. We don't them. care about them. <laughs> thanks very much. Thanks, Mickey. Thanks. And thanks, Zach. Thank you. Cheers. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.